Is that a no? <laughs> I'll shout a bit louder for you. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, Easter Sunday. The most exciting moment in our Christian calendar. Uh, and uh, I've got the opportunity to speak to you this morning. I've always, like Terry said, I've always wanted to speak uh, on Easter Sunday. The uh, problem is I've been, is it sick as a parrot? Is that the phrase? <laughs> I've, been, I've been feeling really rough for the last couple of days, but uh, I feel all right now I'm up here, so <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, now, I thought I'd love to talk to you about the cross uh, and uh, resurrection and new life. Um, but I felt the Lord wanted me to talk about something else. I thought, well, it's Easter Sunday. <laughs> I'm sure those things will be included. But I felt God wanted me to talk about Jesus' life of power. Jesus' life of of power. Uh, now I don't know about you, but the conclusion that I've come to about my own life is that actually I'm pretty powerless. Um, I'm definitely not affecting things on the world scene. <laughs> uh, uh, in fact, I don't seem to have much power over my own emotions at times. All my own actions. Do you find that? <laughs> Things weigh heavy on me. I don't feel like I've got the power to lift off certain things, certain situations. Uh, and um, it seems whatever I do on my own, I can't sustain. You ever feel like that? I could do it for a bit. I'll do it on my own, but I can't keep it up because I don't have the power. Um, and, uh, but I've been a Christian a long time. Surely there should be power in my life. And there is. Um, and uh, what I want to talk to you today is about what God's done for me and how he's changed me and how there is power in my life now. Uh, let's read a verse together. Luke 11, verse 28. I'm going to read the verse I've got because I wrote it down, but I'm not sure it's actually what I've said. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
But life doesn't feel like that for so many people. I mean, uh, have you seen any people who run around, my life's great all the time. <laughs> Everything's easy. It doesn't feel like that. And uh, situations come up against us, don't we? And, and we can feel so like we're carrying weights. And uh, things can get on top of us. I want to show you this morning that there's a better way to live than living under all of that. Um, and there's people in this church whose default position is joy and peace. And I was thinking about this, all right? When God really met me and really dealt with me, the thing that changed in my life is uh, I'm full of joy and peace. Honestly, when I get up in the morning, I'm, I'm a happy bunny. <laughs> I'm not, it doesn't always last all day. <laughs> we'll see what situations come. But my default position is joy and peace. Why is that? I didn't do that. I just wake up like that. <laughs> and you can too. Uh, and I want to encourage you that that is your right in Christ Jesus Joy and peace is your right. It's your inheritance. If you're not living in that, well, what I want to tell you is you can. You can have it. Now, if you're not living in that experience, if that is not your experience... I want to challenge you. Have you been to the cross? Have you really met Jesus at the cross? You know, we can be Christian for a long time and avoid the cross. I can avoid it. God, I'll do good things for you. Jesus doesn't need you to do good things for him. He's already really good. God already created the planet and everything in it. He doesn't need our help. <laughs> I want to challenge you. Have you come to the cross? And if you're a Christian and you've come to the cross before... Is, is the cross somewhere where you come regularly? You know, one of, the, one of the great things about having the opportunity to preach is that I find myself so regularly in that place where I'm like, Lord, you know everything. You know all about me. I'm useless. I find myself in that place all the time. And it's a privilege. Do you know what? It's not, a, it's not, I used to be a bit scared of the cross, like it's, like it's a bad thing for my life. Like, uh, like it was going to expose me, and, and, and it does. But that's not a bad thing. 
because you can have everything dealt with you can have everything taken now I just want to park that for a second and I want to talk to you about Jesus Christ the man of power okay now I want to show you that Jesus has all power over everything and it might not look like it sometimes but he does he has power over things that you know in in ourselves we could only dream of having power over (laughs) and we could work our whole life and only have a little bit of power over and some of these things I want to talk to you about can be quite scary for us And I just want to show you that this man Jesus is as has absolute power over everything, every emotion, every feeling, every situation that you might find yourself in. His character has absolute power. Uh, And if you can't deal with it, he can. And I'd just like to show you that. So here we go. Jesus has power over the chains of fear in our lives. The chains of fear, they can be big. And you say, well, I'm I'm not scared of anything. I'm sure you are. (laughs) I'm sure there are certain situations and certain people and certain things that cause us to change the way we react, make us absolutely freeze up and I just want to show you that Jesus, although he felt fear just like every, every other person, he wasn't subject to it. He didn't let it dominate him. He had absolute power over it. Uh, <clears throat> Luke 4, 28. Uh, there was this time where Jesus was preaching and he was telling people they didn't, things they didn't want to hear. And do you know what they did? They took him and they got so angry with him they took him to the edge of a cliff to throw him off. And they got there and they couldn't do it. (laughs) And it says he walked right through them. And I thought about that and these stories get in my head sometimes. I thought about it and he walked right through what do you mean he walked right through? <laughs> oh, I would be running right through. <laughs> well, Jesus didn't need to. He wasn't scared of being thrown off the cliff because he knew it wasn't his time. He wasn't subject to that fear. What a man, hey? <laughs> I thought about some of these other stories. He went into the temple, didn't he? And... Uh, and they were making absolute mockery of God, weren't they? Selling, selling things for, for a markup and conning the people. And he was so unhappy about this that he, he got angry. He got absolutely angry and he, he made a whip and he, and he turned all, and, he, and he, he basically turned all the tables over, wrecked everything. He went mental. <laughs> and I thought about that and I thought, They had temple guards. 
We know they're temple guards because the temple guards arrested Jesus and they beat him up later on. They were tough guys. He wasn't afraid of them though. He turned over the temple and none of them did anything. Those temple guards just stood there and took it and watched on. Jesus, completely unafraid of all of them. Completely unafraid of the Pharisees or the Romans or any of them. All he cared about was his father. And uh, when you're, when you're uh, a Christian, oh, don't you want to be like that? <laughs> and it doesn't always work out like that. You can be afraid of what other people think uh, and uh, what other people say to you. And, and it can be really tough. But Jesus was completely unafraid. And this, I want to take this other situation. You know, Jesus didn't have to go to the cross. In fact, he said it himself to Peter when Peter tried to defend him. He said, don't you think I can call down 12 legions of angels to protect me if I wanted? And, uh, oh, but he, was, he felt fear. I mean, he knew the cross was going to be awful. He knew, it was gonna, he knew it was gonna kill him, but he knew he was gonna be in agony for hours. And he, was, he prayed and he, he sweated and, and oh, you can, you can, when you read the Bible, you can hear the agitation at the end in the, in the way he talks to the disciples. And fear, yes. Subject to the fear, no. He went through, didn't he? He went to the cross for you and he didn't have to. And uh, he wasn't subject to that fear. He didn't let it freeze him. He didn't let it make him run away. Uh, and you can be free of fear. This is, the, this is uh, the gospel of Jesus Christ. You can be free of fear in your life through Jesus. I want to take another sensitive subject to all of us. expectations expectations of our family that's a tough one isn't it because it's not that simple when it comes to family is it it's not that simple at all there's all sorts of emotions caught up in family life love anger <laughs> stress wanting the best for people who won't do <laughs> as you're asking them to do being asked to do more than, than you think you should do. <coughs> Family situations are not easy. But Jesus, he had absolute power over the expectations of family. Uh, and we see that in a couple of instances. Now his family, they didn't believe in him to begin with. They didn't. They loved him. And he was off preaching and sharing. and His family came along and, that, oh, and they sent someone saying, Jesus, can you come, come out, come away, come to us. And Jesus, oh, expectation of family, right there. But he dismissed it. He said, who is my family? The ones who do the will of God. That's a bit tough. 
Jesus was saying tough things to his family. But do you know what? Sometimes our family need us to say tough things in, in God's love. Uh, but it can be too tough to do. I don't want to hurt their feelings. I don't want the hassle of having to deal with how they react afterwards. But with Jesus, you can have absolute power to do it. You can. Later, Jesus' brothers, what do they say? Oh, you should go to the festival. It says because they didn't believe in him. They said, oh, go on, go and show your power. No. No, he said. Now, you might say, oh, Jesus is a bit harsh. A bit harsh. You're just not loving your family. But you need power to love. This is, this is something uh, that you begin to understand when, you get through, when you're in a family. You need power to love people. And Jesus had it. Even on the cross he had it, didn't he? Now if I was on that cross, I would have been thinking about me the whole time. Now Jesus wasn't. Even on the cross, he was making arrangements for his mother. He was saying to John, will you look after her? He was making arrangements. Not, and and he ha, you have to have power to be unselfish. Because selfishness is the default position. Thinking about yourself is the default. You need power to get past it. And Jesus had it. He had it in, in spades. <laughs> in shed loads. about this one Jesus and power over the chains of the past over the chains of abuse and over the chains of being let down by others he did he had absolute power over it Every single one of his disciples let him down. Let him down. One of them betrayed him outright. Jesus would have known about Judas from the start. I'm sure when he locked eyes on him, you know, this one's going to let me down. But, you see, he didn't react based on what Judas was going to do. He reacted based on what God was telling him to do. Oh, if only I could be like that. You know when situations come and people, they, they say and do things, uh, and I'll just react. Do you ever do that? Now, some of the problem is, sometimes situations happen. I don't know about if you have this. Situations happen, and are. You come home later. And that's when you react. When you're at home on your own. And you get all wound up about things that people have said to you. It can be tough. That's just life, isn't it? You can walk. I'll, I remember times where I've, I've paced around in a red mist in my bedroom. Thinking about how someone offended me. And what I'm going to do to them next time I see them. I wasn't actually going to do it, but it was, 
It's nice to feel like I am going to do something. <laughs> and you know, people abused Jesus. People said all sorts of things about him. They betrayed him. They let him down. They hurled insults at him. You know, I was reading through this, this story about uh, uh, Jesus going to the cross. And it says that um, Pilate brought out the whole, the whole crew of soldiers. He brought out the whole garrison or legion or whatever it was. He brought them all out for one purpose, to mock him. So, that's a bit harsh. And then when he was on the cross, the Pharisees, they all mocked him, didn't they? How about this? Even the, one of the guys next to him mocked him. Imagine that. You're dying on the cross. This idiot here is dying on the cross as well and he's having a go at you. I'll tell you what I would have said to him. Shut up, mate. <laughs> That's what I would have said. I would have said, shut up, mate. You, you don't know anything. Now, Jesus, I don't know how he manages to do it, but not one grain of bitterness enters into his heart. How about that? I don't know about you, but bitterness gets hold of all of us, doesn't it? And that little seed can grow and we can get harder inside. But not Jesus. What does he say? Forgive them. Forgive them all. Forgive them all. And the thing is, when you forgive people, all oh, those burdens, you're not carrying them anymore. You're not carrying other people's baggage. You're not carrying other people's sins towards you on your back. And you know, when you won't forgive people, you carry them every day. And carrying them is heavy. And it leaves you weak and powerless. And I just want to encourage you that in Jesus you can be absolutely free from the past. You can be absolutely free from all those that have abused you. You don't have to live with it following you around every day. So the question you might be thinking is how do I get this power in my life? How do I do it? How do I... Well, the thing I want to tell you is you don't need to get power in your life. You need to get Jesus in your life. Does that make sense? Oh, Alright then. How do I get Jesus in my life? <laughs> well, there's only one way. Now people in this world will tell you there's lots of ways to achieve happiness but I want to tell you there's only one way to be absolutely certain of where you're going there's only one way to have a joy that fills itself up there's only one way to make peace with all the things that have been said and done in your life to you and by you there's only one way and that's by the cross. 
by the cross of Jesus Christ. It's the only way. And if anybody tells you anything different, they're like a blind mice. Jesus' cross is the only way. And you might say, well, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, I just want to tell you a few things about the cross. Well, the cross is a place of nakedness. Now, I'm not encouraging you all to take your clothes off this morning and run around. <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not encouraging you to do that. But it's a place of nakedness. Jesus was up there. Absolutely naked. But Jesus' light shines. And the light of Jesus shines into the darkness. It shines on all the dark things. And if you come to the cross and stand in the presence of Jesus, his light will shine on all the dark places in your life. And all the things that you've got hidden will come into the light. The cross reveals everything about you. Now, all I want to say is, when it comes to the cross, don't be scared. Jesus already knows. God already knows. He's everywhere all the time. He knows everything you've already done, so you don't need to be scared of showing him it all. But we can be, can't we? Oh, I, don't want, I don't want people to see that. I don't want people to see what I'm really like. Well, God knows what you're really like, and he's offering you the opportunity to be different. And what does the cross... Let's just have a look at this Bible story. What does the cross reveal about people in, the, in, in this crucifixion story? What does the cross reveal about Peter? He's a failure. That's what it reveals about Peter. He doesn't have the power to go all the way. That's what it revealed about Peter. What does the cross reveal about Judas? Greedy. That's what it revealed about him. He was greedy. He was self-motivated. And he had betrayal in his heart. And he didn't care. What does the cross reveal about Pilate? Pontius Pilate? The one who washed his hands? What it revealed about him is in his heart he had fear of losing control. And so he gave over a man he knew was innocent. He even said it himself. But what it revealed about him is that he could not deal with that fear. He could not stand up for what was right. What does it reveal about Caiaphas, the high priest? What? He didn't love God. He loved his position. He loved what the people thought of him. And he loved power. And he had a little bit. And this is the one. What does the cross reveal about Mary? And this is, this is what I love about these stories. Is the cross reveals about Mary. 
is that she loved Jesus completely with all her heart. She knew he was going to the cross. Now all the disciples, they knew Jesus was going to die because Jesus had told them over and over again, I'm going to die. But Mary was the only one who listened to him. And she anointed his feet, ready for burial. And when all those other disciples left, the cross revealed that Mary went all the way. She was there at the foot of the cross. See, the cross will reveal what is in your heart. What does the cross reveal about Jesus? (laughs) What does it reveal about him? Absolute love. That's what it reveals. Absolute love. And how about this? Absolute power. He had the power to go to the cross. I don't know many other men who who have that power. But then, he had power over death. Absolute power is what the cross reveals about Jesus Christ. Absolute forgiveness. Power to forgive. That's what the cross reveals. Now, if you come to the cross, those things are available to you. But you can't come to the cross and expect to be in control of your life. You can't. won't work. The cross is a place of handing over every burden, revealing every sin, giving everything over to God. But it's not a place to dump all your sins and carry on living your old life. That won't work. The cross is a place of handing over the keys. I want you to imagine your life is like a house. And we say, Jesus, come and clean the house. And he comes and cleans it. But that's not enough. You have to say, Jesus, here are the keys to my house. It's not my house anymore, it's your house. And we'll do things your way. And if you won't do that, the power won't be yours. You won't be able to live that life of power. Now I want you to trust me on this one. Jesus is going to do a much better job of running our life than you are. We just looked at his character. We just looked at what he's like. Now, if you put him in charge, you're going to live a life of power. What does the cross reveal about you this morning? Does it reveal a life of power? Or are we still struggling with some of these things? And this is the way I want to put it to you this morning. Maybe you need to give over the keys to Jesus, to your house. Or maybe you've given him the house, but there's a little cupboard out the back 
which you won't let him in. And in that cupboard can be any of the things I've talked about today. Family situations, fear, being in control. I want to encourage you, we can, we can, come, to the, we can come to the cross this morning. I, I, this is the one thing I want to encourage you. If you're a Christian, you will find joy in coming to the cross. You keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. It's not a heavy thing in the end. It's a normal thing. It's Lord, search me. I'm not scared of the Lord. I know he loves me completely. I mean, I, I do have fear of God. I'm not, but I'm not scared of him dealing with me and rejecting me or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? So I just want to encourage you this morning. Let's, let's, uh, let's get back into his presence. Uh, let's, sing, let's sing a song. Uh, and I, while we sing that song, what I want you to do is if, um, if you know you need to get back to the cross, I want you to come and just stand at the front. Just stand at the front. Just show God I'm willing. I'm willing to reveal myself to you, Lord. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I'll pray for you if you want me to pray for you, but I'm not going to.